It's day 93. Judges 19 through 21. It's the Bible Rundown. With Pastor Rob. And Pastor David. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, we, we, we did team. it together. Yeah. So we we sold this as the darkest day in Israel's recent history, right? They've had some dark days. They've had some bad days. This is definitely but this is one of bad. the darkest. So again, the writer of Judges reminds us, in those days there was no king in Israel. And so then we have this Levite, Rob, hmm. from Ephraim, who takes for himself a concubine. His wife, concubine, similar. Definitely doesn't treat her as one would expect to no, treat a wife, no. especially for a Levite, right? No. But from Bethlehem and Judah, which is no insignificant city in yeah. the grand scheme of salvation, but as they're going back on their way to his home hill country, he comes across the city Jebus, which is actually Jerusalem. Right. But it's not inhabited by Israelites. Mm. So, kind of interesting historical time we're in, right? right? Didn't take the land. They didn't take all the land. So even didn't take the the place where God would dwell. And so it's, it's they're waiting for that time. Yeah, but as he goes, he stops over in Gibeah, mm. and no one welcomes him into the city. I mean, this sounds a lot just like we referenced Bethlehem. This sounds a lot like even Christ's mm. birth, right? No, nobody takes them in. He's a sojourner. And actually, this other man, who's not an Israelite, brings him in, right? So they're, yeah. they're in the place where the Benjamites are, the tribe of Benjamin, mm-hmm. uh, which we know who Benjamin is, right? Right. He was the, the second son next to Joseph between Rachel and Jacob, Israel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but boy, they are not acting anything like the people of God. So what yeah. happens in this account? So we're, 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 we're taken back to Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot mm-hmm. and his family as the angels come into the town of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the angels are in the square, and Lot pulls them into their home, and the men come, and they're banging on the door, and they're wanting to to you know sleep with the angels and they're giving them the the virgin daughters and they're not even wanting to take the virgin daughters it's the same account as we see in genesis and so now we're seeing god's people the the children of abraham have become sodom and gomorrah mm-hmm. and we're seeing now this account of not only homosexuality but this this filth of god's people attacking their own, not giving them a place of hospitality, of rest, uh, just just completely against the word of God. And so somehow the concubine, the you know, again, this is this is just completely wicked, but the concubine gets outside and they, you know, they they do not treat her with respect. Well, she's handed over to them. She's handed right? over to them. And and essentially, you know, she's abused all night and left for dead. And, and she, she left for dead. But look at the callousness of the the Levitical priest. Right. He he just throws her on his donkey, continues his journey home, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then cuts her into 12 pieces. Yeah. So the wickedness even in his own reaction to her death is nothing right. representing what it would mean to be a priest before God. And and he sends it out to the 12 tribes to show how far and how deep the wickedness has become in Israel. Yeah. And they they react violently, right? So the the tribes gather together and they mount this attack against Benjamin and the, the Benjamites in chapter 20. And it's kind of these couple of battle scenes playing over and over again. Um, but it seems as if victory is going to Benjamin. The people of Israel go back to their camp. They cry out to God. And God says, continue to go up against them. And finally, he ensures that they will have have victory, right? Yeah, so it's just showing that now Israel has turned on itself and has become as wicked as the other nations around it and attacking itself. And the wickedness has come full circle. Now they're not only Sodom and Gomorrah, they're sexually immoral. They are what the Canaanites were that God drove out from the land. They have become them. Well, we're supposed to drive out from the land. And I think this is the reminder, right? Right. What Israel failed to do that God gave them, they are now doing against themselves. That's how perverse they've become before the Lord. Yeah. So, But there's hope, David. And at the end of the the book, there's hope of Benjamin, that one tribe is not blotted out. And and this is the key here because this is the hope of the gospel, right? That God is steadfast. Even amongst man's sin and his wickedness, God is steadfast in his love for Israel. He provides uh, Benjamin wives. And guess who will come from Benjamin? Who? The first king. Saul. Saul. And so we're getting this, this highlight here of the first king who is coming, who will be Saul from Benjamin. God still is not done with his people. No, not at all. Uh, and then we uh, will see Jesse, a Bethlehemite, right? So all these cities are coming together. Yeah. So Benjamin, Jebus, Jerusalem yeah. will be established. So my last question to you, right? Like, what is the deal with this whole taking the, the tribe of, what was it, Jabesh Gilead? That didn't come with them to war, yeah. and they kill their men and any woman that had been with a man, but they mm-hmm. just take the virgins. Is are we to view this as a wicked action, even to try and make up for like not letting Benjamin just be lost to history? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just showing the wickedness of Israel fighting amongst themselves, stealing women, trying to figure it out. But but God, but. But but we are what we are to see at the end of this book is Benjamin is not lost, right? And we need a king. Yeah. And that's how the book ends. In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone was did everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And that's a great summary for the end of the book is man, this is crazy. Yeah. But God's still on his throne. Judges has been a trip. I mean, we can we can say that about today, though. Man, this is crazy. But God is still on his throne. And guess what? We're getting to a point in our day and age where we're saying, 
there is no authority in our in our in our own mind or in our own land and people do whatever they think is right in their own eyes yeah and i think the flip side for us that claim to follow jesus as king and lord when we do what's right in our eyes and we don't follow the orders of the king the church will get off base right yeah so a lot of the the things that we see in culture those things start to creep into the church it's not because culture is stronger than the church it's because we've allowed the voice of the world to drown out the voice of our our culture questions we let off was does god determine what is right and what is wrong yeah that's is he king or not yeah so as we move into samuel we get to talk about the kings let's remind ourselves The true king we follow must be obedient to him. Have a great day. Bible Rundown. See you later.